Well, all right. Welcome back to the Real Angelo Show. Today I'm coming to you from my car as I'm waiting for my wife in the dentist. She's getting her teeth all whitened and everything so she can have the beautiful pearly whites. Me, I opted for uh, porcelain veneers. I have a beautiful smile. And uh, if you know me, you've seen it. And uh, if you've seen me out in the club, you know that I have extra, extra, extra white teeth so that when I'm out, I smile and it shines bright. Anyway, today is a challenging day. What I want to talk to you about is banks. So I have this account that I've had for probably, let's call it 16, 17 years through Ally Bank. And I never use it. It maybe has a hundred bucks in it. Um, I've got a regular account with them. I've got a money market account and an investment account. I think each thing has a hundred bucks, maybe one's 50, something like that. So a couple months ago, they get a debit withdrawal request for the account that's got the least amount of money in it. They cover that because I've, I guess, been a long time customer and it makes the account go overdrawn. Now, I don't go on that account at all. It's like a backup, uh, you know, once in a blue moon, I check it account. I keep something in it just to have. And, um, so I go on it today and I noticed that the account was closed and I was like, well, what's going on with that? So I look at it. I'm like, man, I don't recognize that withdrawal. So I called them up and I'm like, Hey, uh, you know, I'm trying to get this situated. Can we get everything taken care of? I'll give you a debit card. You get whatever money is owed to you. And, uh, you know, let's reopen the account or transfer it from the other accounts. And, um, they tell me no. They're like, well, no, uh, because it's been more than 45 days. And I'm like, but you guys never notified me. I had no idea about this. I've been a customer for about 16, 17 years. Um, you know, I don't, it's not even an authorized transaction. And the lady is like, well, I need to get a supervisor. Okay, great. Get a supervisor. You know, she's trying to be mean. I'm trying to be happy about it. It's like, Hey, let's, let's work this out. Let's be happy together. So supervisor comes on, I explain everything to her and she's like, well, the only thing we can do is take payment. And I'm like, okay, can you take payment from the other accounts? Oh no, we've closed those accounts today. I'm like, what, what do you mean? And she's like, well, yeah, because the other account was overdrafted for 45 days. I'm like, well, why wouldn't you just take the measly overdraft amount from the other accounts and then just balance it out? And she's like, well, we can't do that because of the deposit agreement, blah, blah, blah. We close those accounts out and you'll get a, a check. It's some kind of nonsense. And I'm like, okay, well, I didn't authorize that amount. And, you know, lady pretty much was like, well, you should pay more attention to your accounts. I'm like, look, I bank with Bank of America, with Citibank. Um, those are the two accounts that I use the main things to pay bills, do stuff and everything. Uh, this is a bank account that I had a long time ago that, you know, I just, it, it's Ally Bank. So there's no branches, it's nothing. And um, I opened it a long time ago because I had a loan with them. And it was like, all right, let me just have a bank account with them and money market and stuff. See, you know, build a relationship. And obviously the relationship was very, very sour today. So it comes down to them telling me that I have to pay them for something that, uh, you know, I don't see how, you know, it's unauthorized. They're like, well, you know, once you pay it, then we can dispute it. It's like, 
that makes a lot of sense. So once I give you more money towards something that I'm telling you I didn't authorize, you can then dispute it to get me back the money that I pay you now. So why would I give you the money? Why wouldn't I just keep it? Then you dispute it. You worry about it. They're like, well, if we do that, we have to report you to check systems. I'm like, yeah, you probably shouldn't do that. That sounds like a whole kind of let's go to court, me piss away a bunch of money on attorneys, sue the shit out of your fucking bank, and then realize that I lost all that money because I'm sure somewhere in that goddamn bank agreement it says you can fuck me in the ass and I just have to smile. So, long story short, well, long story long, I pretty much have to go and get them a certified check for $70. This is for $70 fucking dollars. Can you believe that shit? It's worth it, it, my time to talk about it is, is worth 100 times more than $70 fucking dollars. For $70, I have to send it to them for them to say that they can then reopen a different account. It's like, no, fucker, for $70, bucks, i am just done with you. I don't fucking need your shit anyway fuck-ass piece of shit, pardon my language, oh wait, you guys know how I speak if you've uh, been listening to my podcast, so that's my anger for that shit today, other than that, I want to say it's a pretty positive day, um, a friend of mine's not feeling too well, I, I wish them a speedy recovery and, and hope that everything's cool with them, uh, the wife is still at the dinner. She texts me. She's like, I'm so fucking hungry. It's like, okay, well, thank you for sharing. I'm kind of hungry myself. You know, it's three o'clock here. A couple hours of dinner time, man. We're old. We have dinner at 530. <laughs> oh, man. I miss going out for the day and having my unique opportunities and experiences and just enjoying life and being a free man for a moment tell you this marriage it's taxing because you have to deal with somebody who deep down probably looks at you and is like I know my wife looks at me and is like fuck what did I do because I am an extremely difficult individual and the reason I'm difficult is not because I'm an asshole or I'm stubborn I'm an asshole or stubborn Normally, it has nothing to do with being difficult. The reason I'm a difficult individual is because if I tell you something, you can bet 99.9% that it's true and factual because I don't speak from within my ass. I think the Spanish people say, Orlando mierda. I don't talk shit. I tell you something that is factual. I do research. Before I talk about something to somebody and I give my opinion, I make sure that re- that opinion is researched and factual. My wife hates that because throughout her whole life, people have talked through their ass to her. So she doesn't believe shit that anybody says. And that causes a lot of fights with us because I tell her, I don't talk from opinion. I talk from fact. Oh, and if you hear a lot of popping, I don't have the boom mic hooked up to my phone. And I'm, I'm recording this through my phone. If you hear shit in the background, it's raining. And I'm sitting in my car. So... I am a difficult individual because 99.9% of the time I say something, I am right. There's always that 0.01%. But I'm that asshole. And uh, our marriage is, it's fun, but people find 
Well, not people. I know my wife finds me to be a difficult asshole. And I know that if given $10 million, she would look at me and be like, all right, we're friends, but I'm out. She'll probably come back for the dick. You know. Because as she's told me, best dick she's ever had. Then again, I think she's only been with like three guys other than me. (laughs) Maybe four. (laughs) So, hey, you know, 20% chance I'm really good. But uh, I wonder if I'm going to post this. I'm recording it now. I'm wondering if I'm going to post this shit. I got to think if my wife is going to get really mad because she listens to my podcast. So I got to think, is she going to get mad? Am I going to be in trouble? Oh, I wish I could show you guys video. I'm sitting here in the parking lot of the dentist. This fucking broad is parked in the handicap spot. She is nowhere near handicapped. And I find that funny because she's a little bit chubby-ish. So here's the thing with me. I like to park far away from where I'm going because I get a little walk, get a little blood flowing. Rarely will you see me park in the front somewhere just because... You know, you're right there, whatever. If it's available, yeah, I'll park in the front. But usually I just go right to the back of the parking lot, get me a nice little walk. Because it's the same amount of time that I'm wasting looking for a good spot. Now, here's a pet peeve of mine. This fucking fat bitch here, instead of walking on the sidewalk, just walk through the bushes and everything. Same pig who's parked in the handicapped spot with no handicapped sticker, no handicapped plate. She may be handicapped. Bitch is probably mentally handicapped. But um, that's how people are here in South Florida. They think that they're above everything else and that they matter. But back to what I was saying. I don't know if I'm going to end up posting this because I don't edit things. So I can't edit out the part where my wife might not really like me. And is just with me for convenience. But then again, she could tell you, the fuck is convenient with being with Angelo? He's kind of an asshole. But anyway, yeah, I'll probably still post it. If you're listening to it, you know it got posted. Ha <laughs> ha. Anyway, I was told today that I sound funny when I talk. I thought that I had the greatest radio DJ voice. In my mind, I was like, man, let me start making some audition tapes for for uh, radio stations to see if I can get a, a job as a DJ. Because that would, to me, be the best job in the world. I get up, I talk on the radio, I don't want to do music DJ stuff, I could, but to me, it's like, eh, you know, I'd rather do talk radio, where I, even if I have a partner, I talk to them, we talk about things, I think that'd be fun, I think that's the best job in the world, I don't know what it pays though, it'd have to pay, you know, a decent amount, but uh, I think they edit things, I don't think anything's just a raw, like, feed that they talk, I think they actually edit stuff, or they have like a time delay, so if someone like me is like, fuck, they can cut it out, you know, but, uh, yeah, that's something I would love to do, back in the days when I used to manage uh, strip clubs, I would love to fill in for the DJ all the time, anytime a DJ would be late or anything, I'd be the first manager to jump up and be like, oh, I'll do it, you know, I was known for, let's say, uh, we have a, a stripper named Mahogany, my wife listens to this, she'll know what I'm referring to, mahogany, <laughs> anyway, you'd be like, alright guys, we've got mahogany coming up, get ready to take out your wallets and throw that cash, but I, as you can tell, it's been 20 something years since I've done any kind of DJ, 
DJ stuff. So I had no idea what I was supposed to say there. But uh, I guess we'd be like, make it rain on mahogany. <laughs> anyway. Oh, there's my uh, Wilbin laugh. <laughs> That's a, a friend of a friend who's kind of my friend now. And he laughs. He sounds to me like the guy from the Come Back to Jamaica commercials from the 80s. Come back to Jamaica. <laughs> um but he's a fun guy. I, I like hanging out. He hasn't called me to hang out. I called him once to hang out. Um, the whole white boy wasted thing. That's a real thing. When you hang out with me, you better be ready to party. Because I like to drink. I like to party. I like to have a good time. And I hold my liquor well because I do the two waters, the one liquor shot. And, um, you know, I go I, I go hard. At 49, I still party like, the, you know, like somebody that's in their 20s. So there's very few people that can party with me, but, uh, man, it'd be cool. Homeboy called me up, let's hang out, you know, wife lets me hang out with him. That's the other thing about being married. You don't get to hang out. You don't get like alone time. If you do be thankful for it and cherish it. Some of us, although we love our wives and think that they're nice people and and good people, they can be very, very clingish. Every time we argue, I tell my wife, you just want a pet husband. You don't even like me. You don't want me around you. You just want me in the house. You just don't want me out. She'll tell me to go fuck myself, which means, yeah, you're right. But, uh. It's funny, my wife sent me the text that she's so fucking hungry. And I wasn't thinking about food, but now I'm like, man, I'm hungry. And then I'm sitting in front of a pizza place. And if you know, I'm Italian. So my favorite, favorite food is Italian food. A.K.A. pizza, which if anyone knows anything about Italy, pizza is not really Italian food. It's not like a big thing. I think if you go to Italy, they don't even have like the pizza we have here. They just got bread with some shit on top of it. I've never been to Italy. I'd love to go to Italy. I think it'd be fun as hell. Um, Maybe one day. Problem is the flying. Lately, for some reason, the last few years, me flying is not a fun thing. I used to fly everywhere when I was younger. I'd give a shit. I'd hop on a plane, just go places. It was fun. Last time we got on a plane, we went to Dominican Republic. And we're in a 737 MAX, which... Those things used to have problems, so it had me freaked out to begin with, but then, you know, I I fly first class, and you may think I'm a pretentious asshole, I like flying first class, you know, I like being in the front, like having a special treatment, whatever, but there's no such thing as first class anymore on these planes, all it is is I'm sitting in the front, you know, no big ass seat, no anything great, you know, one thing is they gave me my liquor, you know, I, I went to the, the stewardess, flight attendant, whatever you want to call it. It was a guy, so steward. I was like, hey, listen, I'm a little nervous, man. Let me uh, let me get some alcohol. Oh, sure, sir. What would you like? I'm like, give me three bottles of rum. He's like, yeah, what would you like with that? I'm like, a cup. <laughs> the guy just looked at me. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I'm like, it put some ice in it. So I... I poured those three little baby bottles of rum in a cup well only two fit i chugged that quick i put the third bottle in there i chugged that by the time we took off i was feeling nice and i was like Woo-hoo! you know i tell my wife you know if they'd let me fly the plane 
I'd probably be less nervous, you know. And she's like, but you don't know how to fly planes. And I'm like, I've been in flight simulators. It can't be that hard. I mean, the landing's probably the hard part. Let the captain land. Just let me fly it. And she was like, I couldn't be in a plane if you if you were flying. It's like, but you're in a car when I'm driving. <laughs> but, uh, oh, on that note, I got uh, accepted to flight school. Because I actually wanted to learn how to fly a plane. And it's not like regular flight school. It's like fly them big-ass commercial airliner flight schools. And I'm debating on whether I want to do that. I, I was really serious about that for like a week. And then I applied and everything. They accepted me. I was like, oh, look at there. And um, then I was thinking about it like, shit. Would I be able to be a pilot? Could I fly them big planes? What if I couldn't get a job at a good airline and I was at like a Conoair? If you know what a Conoair is, it's a fictional airline. Well, I think it's fictional. It's from uh, the, the newest movie of Vacation. But uh, I think that'd be cool being a pilot. Starting it, if I did it now, I'd be done, I guess, when I'm like 50, 51. So it'd be funny. Be a middle aged pilot rookie. Middle aged rookie pilot. Yeah. So that's that. We're about 1725 in on this. Normally I do 30 minute podcasts. I wonder if I'm going to make it 30 minutes. I don't know what else to talk about other than the fact that it rained while we were on this, while I was talking, it started raining and then now it's sunny as hell and I'm still hungry and the wife needs to get a new car. Um, if you don't know me personally, then you don't know the situation. For the last six years, I've bought my wife a new car like every two years and she never drives it ever. You know, the first car I got her was a, well, damn, it's been more than six years, 2013 Range Rover Sport. And she loved the car. And she would drive it for a while, but then she stopped driving out of nowhere. She said, eh. So it's pretty much when we'd go out, instead of driving my car, we would drive her car. Which means I drove it. Which means I had a secondary car. So she then told me, oh, I, I want a, a different Range Rover. I want a new one. So uh, about three years ago, Two and a half, three years ago, got another Range Rover, the new style. The 2013 was the old body style. This is the new body style. Got her that one. She drove it twice, I think. And then she looked at me. She's like, yeah, I don't like the way this drives. I'm like, what the fuck? So she'd drive it here and there. But the majority of the time we go somewhere, I drive it. Because every time, you know, she'll be like, hey, babe, can you take me here? Hey, babe, you take me here? Hey, babe. Anytime I hear, hey, babe, I, I just want to run. Because hey, babe means you're going to be doing shit for me or we're going to be arguing. And so I kept bitching at her like, you know, you never drive this car. You know, I'm paying for a car that I don't want, you know, this and that. I have my own car. And uh, she's like, well, let me get a new car. Okay. What kind of car do you want? So uh, I'm tired of SUVs. I want a sedan. It's okay. So I drive a Mercedes sedan. She got a different version of the same car as me. She's like, yeah, I like this. Now, I have the AMG version. She got the luxury version. And, um, you know, my AMG version is fast. 0 60 under 4 seconds. I think 3.9. Um, I've souped up the engine. I can get it to 3.5, supposedly. I've never been really able to try it out. But on the Dynamax machine, that's what it shows. So... 
we get that car for her. We trade in the Range Rover. <sighs> Had to actually put money down because when we did this, it was before this whole auto craze bullshit where they're offering outrageous amounts of money for cars. Let's trade in the Range Rover. Got her this car. She drove it for about eight months. And then she didn't want to drive it anymore. Then she was like, yeah. Mm. And then it sucks because it's the... It's not as great a version of what I got. So it's like, why would I drive that car around when I got my car? So it just sat there for months, months and months. And once in a while, she'll drive to the store. She's, other times, baby, take me here. Baby, take me here. Baby, take me here. So I'm like, all right, look. About three weeks ago, I'm like, look, we're going to sell this car. I can get money for it. I can get back everything I put down on it. So it's like we've had the car and we just, you know, wash it out. I get the money back. It's great. She's like, okay, fine. As long as I can drive your car once in a while. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. I said that because she never drives. So I go, all right. So we go, we sell the car, we get the money, put the money in the bank, you know, have a good time. I'm happy. You know, I pretty much had a free car, you know, other than the payments that we were making. But, you know, I got the money back that I put down a little bit more. Next day, she's like, hey, I'm going to borrow your car. I'm like, excuse me. Yeah, I'm going to go. You ain't going to take my car. What the fuck's wrong with you? you told me I'm like okay just I was bullshitting you oh, she's texting me I gotta read this Ugh. means I'm gonna have to pay something anyway I told her you know what I'm gonna have to go in there and deal with this right, hold on one second I Can they do it now? So anyway, she wants to drive my goddamn car all the time now. I'm like, nope, you ain't driving my car. It's my car, special made for me. Special order. Nope. So she's like, why well, need a new car? Okay, what kind of car do you want? Guess what she fucking said? She wants a fucking Range Rover. Like, she wants a fucking Range Rover. She had a Range Rover. She could have kept the fucking Range Rover. Now she wants another fucking Range Rover. So I told her, I'm like, you know what? You're the one out of the relationships gets tax refund. So when you get tax refund, we'll put the money down. I'll put some money with it and um, get you a damn Range Rover. But I told her, we're going to get a Range Rover that I like because I know what's going to happen. I'm going to go back to having to fucking drive around. So I'm going to have a fucking Range Rover I like, color I like, interior, everything. So... <laughs> That's my married life. That's what I deal with. All right? And if you're an older guy and you get with a younger woman, understand you're going to have kind of shit like this. Now, granted, she is loyal to me. She doesn't disrespect me in public. She's I never have to worry about going somewhere and some fucking younger guy is going to hit on her and she's going to, like, you know, kick me to the curb or, or cheat and stuff like that. If she cheats on me, good for her because she hides it pretty fucking well. I'll give her that. If that's what, you know... If she's getting over on me, then good. She deserves it because I am not worried about it. I don't even see it. But, um, yeah, you get with a younger woman, man. You got to deal with this weird shit. Not to mention I got to deal with her talking about shit that I have no interest in. It's weird. We have a lot of the same interests, but, man, she trumps that with this fucking bullshit of 90 Day Fiance and Kanye West and the Kardashians and 
other kind of Spanish shit that I don't even know about because she's Cuban. So she'll talk to me about the fucking Spanish cheese, man. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I don't know what that is. I don't know who these people are. English. No, I'm just kidding. I actually want her to talk to me in Spanish all the time because I would like to know more Spanish. Like, I know how to order food. I know how to cuss you out. I know how to threaten you in Spanish. I know how to tell you I'm going to whoop your ass. Like, all the necessities. I know the necessities of Spanish. And I understand a lot of Spanish, but I don't speak it fluently. I speak phrases fluently. Like, if you're Hispanic, you'll love this one. This is the first phrase ever taught to me when I was in a freshman in high school at LaSalle High School in 1987. Um, my Cuban friends would mess with me because I didn't really speak Spanish, obviously. And they wanted to mess with me, so they're like, learn this phrase. And I'm like, all right, shoot. And they'd be like, me ojo de culo está cagando para usted. And if you don't know Spanish, that means the eye of my ass is shitting for you. <laughs> I don't know what the translation's supposed to be. But it's the funniest damn saying that I've ever learned, and I know how to say it. And to piss my wife off sometimes, and she's arguing, I'm like, And she will get mad as fuck. I don't do it that much. Because she get mad as fuck, and she throws shit. I don't know if you guys know anything about Hispanic women, but they like to throw shit. Sometimes they throw hands, sometimes they throw chairs, sometimes, like in my wife's case, she'll throw a lamp or a book or anything. So, anyway guys, I'm gonna cut it short. We're at a little bit over 25 minutes. Um, I may do another one later today. It depends on what else goes on in my life. I know that I am thankful I didn't go get my car washed. I was about to get my car washed and then it started raining. But I'm gonna look at the weather and see because I kinda wanna get my car washed. And the reason is, is I pay $39 a month for unlimited car washes. And to me, you know, I'm going to get my $40 worth. In fact, I'm going to get $140 worth because I'm going to get my car washed every other damn day. But uh, in South Florida, it rains so all the time. So I don't know. But uh, let's see how the day goes. I hope everyone had a wonderful time listening to me rant and talk about bullshit. I would ask that you please subscribe to my podcast, share it on your social media, leave me a review, hopefully it's a five star, I mean I'll take a four, but you know five is better, five stars better, if you're on Apple Podcasts listening to this, please go ahead and rate us five, uh, subscribe so that you can get notified when I'm posting, I like to post every day, sometimes it may be every other day, but for a while it's going to be every day, even if it's bullshit like this, so... Remember, the real Angelo show is where it's at. You're going to hear a bunch of bullshit. Like, subscribe, share on social media. Let's get everybody to listen to me. All right. And also, if you're on Spotify, I think you can send me a message. If you're on Anchor, you can send messages. Send me a message, man. I'll post it, you know, or I'll answer it back to you. I also got a poll about my uh, NFL coaches talk. Go ahead and answer that. All right, guys. It's great talking to you. Have a great day.